Good morning, Four Oaks Church. It is Wednesday morning, September 14th. It is the birthday of the lovely and gracious and beautiful Susan Gilbert. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Um, I think you're celebrating 29 this year, as I am. Anyway, so glad you guys are here. I'm Pastor Paul. Um, we're here for a time we call Romans Rewind. And we're tracking with the Sunday morning message. And this morning, we're going to turn our attention to Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. This was the passage that we preached on this past Sunday. And we want to follow up on some different things we talked about there and explore them further. So without further ado, Romans chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, one of the things that we talked about this past week was this idea that Paul is drawing from the language of Leviticus primarily and in other Old Testament books in the Torah to talk about how the, the, the sacrificial system of priests offering sacrifices to God on behalf of themselves and the people, how this in itself is to be a paradigm, spiritually speaking, for how we engage God moving forward. And this idea that, that a sacrifice was to be brought, um, this sacrifice, if it was an animal, was a living sacrifice. And of course, this living sacrifice was killed to atone for sin. And in the same way, um, our sacrifice, which is in fact our lives, doesn't atone for our sin, but it is our spiritual act of worship. It is our response to the mercies of God. Now, I want to zero in this morning on this term sacrifice because Paul says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And again, that's language drawn straight from the Old Testament. What we want to know is, well, what kind of sacrifice? What, what is Paul referring to here when he uses this term sacrifice? And we ask that because there were actually five kinds of sacrifices in the Old Testament. And I want to I want to briefly mention what those sacrifices were and then after doing that I'm going to talk about their relevance for us right now. So probably the most well-known kind of sacrifice that we see in the Old Testament is the burnt offering or the burnt sacrifice. And this is where um, the an, an animal um, a sheep, a goat, a bull, a dove, a pigeon were was brought to the priest who would then kill the animal and um, shed its blood and then burn part of its flesh. And this was a to be a sacrifice of atonement. It was it was blood for blood. It was this should be my blood, but it's this blood of this animal. And um, it's, it's the most common sort of sacrifice we are aware of um, in the Old Testament. 
Um, it could, it was again called a burnt offering or, or a burnt sacrifice, but it was for um, the forgiveness of sins for atonement. Okay. A second kind of offering or sacrifice was the grain offering or the grain sacrifice. And this is where people would bring um, not an animal, but some sort of um, food, baked bread. Um, it was um, typically bread. Uh, it could be prepared in a variety of ways. And the purpose of this offering was primarily thanksgiving. It was kind of like saying grace before a meal. It was to acknowledge that everything that the, the worshiper had comes from God. And they are, in, in fact, returning and giving thanks to him. The third kind of offering was the peace offering or the peace sacrifice. And this could involve either an animal or it could involve bread. Um, but, but the idea here is that this was an offering being offered up um, by um, people as a sign and symbol of the peace they had between one another. And it was, it was meant to be a, a commitment on each of the parties that they would have an ongoing fellowship of peace. And so this might be the kind of offering you would see um, as people made covenants together and those sorts of things. So that was a peace offering. A fourth kind of offering or sacrifice was the sin offering. Um, and literally it would contain, um, um, again, an animal. Uh, and, it, and, and, and it was for the atonement of sin, but a, a little differently, though, than, than the burnt offering. The, the burnt offering was a straight atonement for sin. Oftentimes, the sin offering would be because of some sort of ceremonial impurity. In other words, or a violation of a law. And it didn't necessarily have to have a moral component. It was just um, an offering that had to be lifted up to the Lord for purification. And as some have said, maybe it should be called a purification offering instead of a sin offering, but it's sin offering. And then finally, number five, the, the guilt offering. And here, um, we're not talking about guilt in terms of one's own conscience, um, but rather what someone owes to another on account of their sin. So in, in other words, almost like a reparation. And some, some have said this is what this offering should be called, a reparation offering. It's a guilt offering. And these are the five kind of most common, obvious sorts of sacrifices that we find in the Old Testament. And it is here that Paul says that we are to present our bodies as a type or as a, as a picture of 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 these sorts of sacrifices. So instead of offering a guilt, a sin, a peace, a grain, all those, you know, burnt offerings, the offering is ourselves. Now, why, why does Paul say it this way? I mentioned this, and I want to kind of expand on it a little bit on, on Sunday. When Paul talks about offering our bodies, they would have understood fully what he meant. It, it meant um, the, the totality of who they were. Um, who they are in heart, mind, and soul. And the reason that there were so many different kind of offerings in the Old Testament, right, is that every time an Israelite would make an offering for their 
sin or for their guilt or for peace or the burnt offering or the reparations offering or, or, or any of those things, they would be continually reminded that all aspects of their life belong to God, that everything about who they were was to be brought forward under the lordship of God and that he was their king. And having to offer sacrifices repeatedly, right, and in different forms and fashions for so many different things would have impressed themselves uh, on them all the more to realize there's no areas of my life that are outside of the scope of God and his word and his authority. And so Paul is clearly drawing on that imagery to say, this is how the New Testament life is to be lived. We are the sacrifice and we're bringing um, everything that we have before God, not to atone for our sin, but as Paul says, in view of the mercies of God, we're offering up ourselves to the Lord. Now, one final statement here. What were, what, what happened as a result of Old Testament offerings? Okay. And one of the things we want to make clear is that Old Testament offerings were never meant to be a means of salvation. In other words, you make an offering, you're saved. If you don't make an offering, you're not saved. And the reason we know this is because Israelites made offerings all the time, um, but yet God condemned them. So, for example, and pulling out um, some notes here, that, you know, for example, Samuel says, it is better to obey than sacrifice, right? Um, David says, um, you know, reminds us, it is not sacrifices and offerings that God asks for. It's a broken spirit, a contrite heart. We realize that apart from faith, these sacrifices did no one any good. This is why the writer of Hebrews says, the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sin. So the, these offerings were not meant to permanently remove sin, okay? Um, people were saved in the same way we are as New Testament believers through faith in God, which was then appropriated to Christ. Rather, and, then, and, I'm, and I'm quoting from um, an article I ran off from the Seedbed um, website by Jeremiah Garrett, this is a quote from him, and this is really good. He says, the system, he's talking about the Old Testament sacrificial system, was an outward expression of a person or community's inward de desire to restore the broken relationships between humanity and God and humanity and the world. In other words, it's an outward sign of an inward grace, which sounds an awful lot like baptism and the Lord's Supper, which are two new you know new covenant ordinances and that's exactly right because the lord's supper is patterned after the passover which was um the day of ultimate sacrifice right um on behalf of the people of god and so to say all that to say just the mere shedding of blood did not take away sins only god do did that through faith the act of supernatural regenerating work of faith in a person's heart. 
what the sacrifices were meant to do were to be an outward expression of what was going on inwardly in the heart. Just like baptism can't take away sins, just like the Lord's Supper cannot take away sin, um, sacrifices could not take away sin. Only faith in the sovereign God and Jesus can do that. So that just get, helps us get a little bit more of a background to what Paul is talking about here, there when he, when he, here in Romans 12 when he says the, for them to offer up their bodies as living sacrifice. So think on that today. Think about how God um, loves all of us and makes a total claim on our lives. And there's nothing outside of his scope, nothing he doesn't care about, nothing that um, escapes his gaze. And be encouraged by that. Um, so, glad, so glad you joined us this morning. All right, I'll pray. We'll be back here tomorrow morning, Thursday. Lord, once again, thank you. Thank you for um, the permanent, permanent offering of Jesus Christ for sin on our behalf. Lord, um, it wasn't the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Only the sin of your son can do that for us. And Lord, we trust in him. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. See you tomorrow.